0: This episode of Cinema Swirl was brought to you with the support of our fabulous backers over at patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl. As always, $5 OTP backers get instant access to every single episode of our monthly exclusive bonus show, Cinema Swirl. If you want to hear me and Kevin review Howard the Duck, if you want to hear us review the Star Wars prequel trilogy, if you want to hear us review The Room, the Super Mario Brothers movie, this is the way to do it. We're 31 episodes deep. Now's a perfect time to join. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash cinemasworld to find out a little bit more. And hey, why don't we start swirling? (laughs)
1: That's how you pronounce scun? It's episode number 81, coming to you from the bakery, the high-end bakery, that is, of Hollywood, California, looking at all the glazed donuts of Hollywood movies that my OTP, Sam Chaplin, has not seen as of yet. And today, I come to you, Cowboy Kevin, with a song in my heart, because it's time for another musical
0: special. I wanna do musicals musicals so on is that is it's that song from a film because we're not doing whatever that film ties into that song but we're doing musicals musicals again we're back around to musicals we're getting around to musicals
1: and yeah. we had a long back and forth sam and i off camera off microphone
0: <laughs> chatting about whoa we i am i sure i want this to be broadcast <laughs> no um we had a good chat we had a good chat
1: and we were going to put a number of musicals up for a vote, but there was something about the allure of Les Miserables there's something about me getting my way that was simply too much for me and Sam to resist so there was no vote we're just doing Les Mis fucking yes come it's on. one
0: of those ones now that's not to say we won't do another musical vote later on there are some big musicals that we have not yet touched we will touch them later don't worry
1: yeah and I don't want anyone to think now that this is an occasion where I thought there was a vote coming up and I thought in my mind my Irish mind that there's no telling ye and that you picked the wrong thing no this was simply case of there's no telling me the guy who really wanted to do Les Miserables and show Sam this epic musical adventure.
0: There's very few things I know about Les Miserables. One is that Kevin really fucking likes it so I think that should be fun to talk about or not fun to talk about if I don't like it. Either way, entertaining content,
1: right? Exactly, because there's nothing we like more on the Cinema world than A, a musical, and B, a movie that clocks in at two hours, 40 minutes. Ooh, oh,
2: boy!
1: <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by two men who have no plans for this evening <laughs> other than to watch a very long musical indeed. Mm. Now, I wanted to try and probe your mind and your thoughts lame is i think it's something that it transcends just obviously movies and film because it was a pre-existing yoke yeah i'm sure surely i'm sure that it's come up in your orbit at some
0: point in the last however many years well i've actually written down in advance the things that i know about lame is Okay. there's so few of them that I was kind of embarrassed about how little I knew about them. It's but you
1: figured it was worth writing down nonetheless. I, yeah, I
0: wanted to make sure I didn't leave out any of my little scraps of knowledge. <laughs> One, I assume it translates to the sads, or The Miserables. The Miserables. The Miserables. I know that Hugh Jackman is in it. Yeah. And I know that he can sing because he's in that other film. Also, what, right? What, Van Helsing?
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, man, head over to our Patreon. big chat there. All singing, all dancing, all CG. It
0: was amazing. Now, I don't know about you, but one of my least favourite genres of humour is greeting card humour. Right. You know, yeah. when you go into like the funny section of a hallmark or something. Oh, where it's
1: like, happy birthday, dad. And you open up, it's your fucking old piece of shit. Yeah, fuck
0: you. That's the whole. I, I don't know when that started, the genre of cars that just like, you're old and shit and we hate you. Can't and fuck you.
1: My particular favourite subgenre of that is, well, you're in your 20s. What are you fucking laughing at? You're, you're just as bad as the rest of them, you fucking young,
0: old fucking piece of shit. Yeah, you've got the. You're, you're old and shit and you're going to die soon. Haha. <laughs> Ha uh-huh, fuck you and then you've got like you're young and your future's ruined because we've ruined it Ha 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 and that's like look, a look of further
1: down the aisle in the card shop that's what awaits you <laughs> and I, I also like the one as well where it's like look I know you and there's three things I know about you you love no I don't no not that either and no you really don't know me those are my favourite types <laughs> of cards
0: look with all that said recently I saw a greetings card that had a little picture of a sloth on it dressed up like Hugh Jackman in that film that he's in and it said, the greatest slow man. And the idea oh, of a no. sloth, being a slow man is very funny to me. It, it would just, it, I was like, bravo, that's good stuff for a card. You know, for a card, that's great.
1: So, your greatest knowledge and experience <laughs> oh. of Les Mis <laughs> like, is a card parodying a movie <laughs> <greatest job> that
0: <laughs> happens to have one of the principal cast of this movie. As happens often on this show, Kevin, I got sidetracked. I went down a little winding path, a little comedy avenue. But I also know that. The Mm -hmm. the cover art the kind of main gimmick is uh, sad little girl with a flag sad little girl with a flag I don't know what's she she sad about Brexit is it or what is it she's one of the miserables isn't she so she'll be like Uh. "Ah, ah," waving a little flag I think she's got she's got something in her hand I feel like something's waving what are they miserable about um, it's set in old times okay it's set in old times so this is like historical as far as you're concerned and I don't want to flaunt my GCSE but I think from the title it's French oh no okay so this is oldie timey France where I think and again I know literally nothing about history ever as we've established through
1: (laughs) history ever the calling card of the Englishman I know nothing about history ever even the stuff I'm experiencing now I'll not know it later on when I'm older you know I'll have a warped view of it
0: yeah we are all living through history at the moment and I will forget it and not remember what it was about so, she was in France in old times, this sad little girl, and I yeah. think there must be something sad going on. It might be the fault of the British. I wonder whether the British are coming in and they're the villains of the piece, as happens in so many films.
1: You had mentioned GCSE there, but did you learn much about like French history or anything like that? Because I know, oh, I mean, England, they hate the Irish and, you know, the Indian subcontinent and most of the Middle East yeah. and a lot of mainland Europe, but they particularly don't like France. That's what I've gathered in recent years. And I was wondering, does that mean, you? did you get taught about, like, the French Revolution and Bastille Day and Louis Sixteenth and all that jazz?
0: It was mostly World War II happened and Henry VIII had shitloads of wives. That was, like, the main history things <laughs> that we had at school. There were probably other bits, but I don't really know much French history. Also, I do like, I like France, but I know that there's yeah. this perception that English people are like, oh, bloody French, oh you know
1: so you've had more than a few wars as far as i know you yes
0: know. yes we have so that i think might come into it i think the british have probably done something wrong here and have made <laughs> the french miserable maybe yeah, in old times <laughs> as
1: also we all as want well, to do i love the arrogance of the englishman just assuming that another colonial power, they're going to be kicking them around. Like, of course, of the two colonial powers, Britain is going to we'll be, be bullying to fucking... the other one. Like, you know, <laughs> well,
0: I, I don't know. That, that's my best guess. In so many of these period pieces, the antagonist, the villain, is usually British people. In it, it's the British coming over and fucking shit up. It's so it's I British against France and Algeria is like, yay,
1: go on, go shop, I'll be coming over there next. Let's be Avenue Algeria.
0: The only other thing I know. Do you
1: know any other cast members? Uh, Think carefully now. It's a musical, and you know, you know that you can sing, but there's some other people in there who may be a little
0: bit more eyebrow-raising. Let's just say. What's his face? Oh God, I know him. I know who he is. Crow. Well, his crow. What's, What's his face? What's his crow? name? That's a crow. Yes, and little ready, ready bed. Time. What's it, Eddie Red? Eddie Redmayne, isn't it? Ed, give him his Eddie Reggie Breck. Would you give him his proper name? And he was
1: up there in Hollywood with that glow around him, and people hmm. thought, you know what? He could probably fill him until one, two o'clock in the afternoon, you know. And his mum was so proud in his yeah. smart little coat and everything that he had, and his wool mittens,
0: <laughs> his nice buckled shoes. <laughs> what's, what's a nice boy? He's in it. Okay. Russell Crowe's in it. Hugh Jackman's in it. Mm. The Susan Boyle song is in this. So the Susan Boyle? What, what is the Susan Boyle song? I dreamed a dream of time gone by. Uh, da, 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 England. <laughs> I don't know the rest of it, but I know okay, that. I know, you know that much. I know mean, that's from Lemmy's. I don't know if she makes a cameo. That seems like that would be <laughs> fair, because she kind of popularised it. Do you Jesus do you know who <laughs>
1: do you know who sang the song in the movie that we're about to watch No okay
0: Okay, no. interesting, interesting. Okay, Everybody so... Scoring goals. I
1: am left here kind of mouth a bit agape at, you know, usually I come in expecting you to not know much about the movie itself, but yeah. it was kind of what not knowing about the kind of the other stuff, like history. France and history yeah, yeah. and all that. That may have sidetracked me a little bit. Tell you what, let's get our hands back on the wheel. Whip out that mailbag.
0: Welcome back to the mailbag. Now, look, I know what I said last time. Yeah, you were a uh, les misérable yourself last time, huh? I implied that the mailbag might be going away since then, which which <laughs> some, some people might have read Threatened.
1: threatened uh, as, <laughs>
0: Some people might have read, as a threat, and if I didn't get any more mail, I'd be stroppy, take my ball, go home, not do any more mailbag, you ain't having no more mailbag. And that worked an absolute treat, because there's been lots of messages coming in to cinemaswirl at gmail.com this time. Bush,
1: bush, just that cinemaswirl at gmail.com. Bush, bush, bush. There's still an air that this bag may go AWOL, you know? Oh. I'm just saying that. There's a tension that's in the room at the moment that would imply you. Need to keep sending high quality pieces of mail to cinemasworld
0: at gmail.com like me when I've been to Morrison's there is absolutely some bag tension here like (laughs) I've loaded it up too much um, with my little bag for life now we had a message in the other week from a fella called John over on the Patreon patreon.com forward slash swirl. he asked a question
1: oh Patreon John as we
0: like to call him (laughs) And so he asked this question and then later on was listening to the Bloodsport episode and thought, oh, well, I've asked Sam a question. I checked those messages on Patreon. I've asked Sam a question. Maybe they'll bring it up on the mailbag. And not only did we not bring it up on the mailbag, I also threatened to close down the entire mailbag, which... Uh, yeah, John... that, that was extreme. John was saying he was listening to this in the car with his partner and uh, they found it very funny that like, they like, oh, maybe they'll read our question. Oh, they're not doing questions anymore at all. But... How bad was this question? <laughs> Jesus, what's, what's he asking now? Well, I wanted to air John question out of fairness because I, I feel like that was quite unfair it's one of our kind of admin swirl questions here it's like have you seen this why ain't you done this but i like those questions sometimes john's question is as follows he said some very nice things about us what's with the covering of all things space but complete disregard for those things trek wrath of khan clearly fits the swirl criteria and there's even a trilogy there if you really wanted to is this because sam has seen them and that's from john now i, I haven't seen any star trek have you, are you trek knowledgeable trek adjacent i'm
1: not i am absolutely not trek knowledgeable that being said i have seen wrath of khan i have seen that and i just kind of I have this feeling in my head that if we were to go in and do a Star Trek movie where the person who has already seen it, you know, could take it or leave it, honestly, yeah. you know. No, it's just, I didn't get in when the getting was good and now I'm overwhelmed. And I unfortunately have seen the J.J. Abrams st- Star Treks as well, which okay. kind of told my head that I've done it now and I don't need to go further into the surface. And there's also a small part of me that thinks that when there's a large gaping hole in my knowledge, that there's a the potential for a podcast spin off in its own right there. You know what? It's honestly never come up because it's not a movie or a franchise that I have a lot of like nostalgia for. Mm. Or I'm not gonna say I don't have love for it, but I don't think I have the requisite appreciation to do it the justice for you and also for you at home listening who like Star Trek.
0: What a diplomatic answer. I really like that a lot. So sure, there's no telling ease <laughs> there. There's no telling you at all. I didn't know that about Kevin. I genuinely didn't know the answer to that question until asking Kevin just now. I say this with the greatest amount of personal respect to you, Kevin. I think from me knowing you... And your whole vibe. Oh, I here had, comes. I, no, I had. No, it, it could very easily go either way in terms of Star Trek. I could completely believe you are mad into Star Trek. I could completely believe no interest in Star Trek at all. You know what I mean?
1: You no, know I'm saying. No, absolutely. Because anyone I know who likes Star Trek fucking loves Star Trek. But anyone I know who loves Star Trek also is able to compartmentalise that into this small little kernel that can be unfurled at appropriate occasions if they find a fellow
0: Star Trek head. Sorry, Kevin. That small little kernel is called Spock. I think. You need to, uh... <laughs> never rose to the rank of colonel he was only a captain for fuck's
1: sake <laughs> but I will say in my experience I respect the restraint of the fandom of Star Trek fans because theirs is a fandom that comes with a great deal of extra knowledge mm. which can overwhelm a laissez-faire Star Trek fan when I've mentioned to friends of mine who are passionate about Star Trek that ah yeah I've watched one or two of the movies they went that's good and they've smiled and they've moved on because they know not to burden me with their extra fandom I find like there's very few <laughs> things where there's a fandom of that level of passion, but also that level of self-awareness. And I'm speaking entirely only
0: from my experience. Yeah. I apologise to anyone who's been burdened with the fandom of anything. So probably not likely in the near future that we'll delve into the world of Trek, but it's an interesting world to possibly maybe think about exploring at some point. Who knows? I'm
1: not opposed to it. I'm yeah. not
0: opposed to it.
1: But I've just said now I've had a lot of experience with very respectful Star Trek fans, and I feel like I might completely undo that by then doing a fucking laissez-faire review of star trek the wrath of khan where i'm like i don't know it is fucking shit who cares
0: yeah. so neither of us are especially passionate about it that doesn't mean it's ruled out though no. so maybe we'll see thank you very much for that john and sorry for, <laughs> for completely leaving it out and closing the fucking mailbag next question comes in from martin who asks the following dear kevin and sam i've recently been experimenting with roast chicken full stop end of message no the first was under crisped The second with an overly mild flavour. These experiences reminded me of Kevin's pride in his roast chicken. I was wondering if Kevin was willing to share his top tips when it came to roasting a chicken. Oh, I mean, this is a film review podcast. this is a great question this is just for
1: me this is I'm very happy I will say this is a film review podcast but there's another podcast I'm on now where we're meant to be reviewing Kitchen Nightmares it's called It's Raw it's on the Podcrabs channel and it's basically just an excuse for me to to talk about food pretty right. much so go check that out if you want more food content but I'm pretty sure the press has been said in Cinema Swirl I did teach people how to reheat pizza yep. in a pan here and as such we're ready for the next stage of your cooking adventure which is roasting an entire chicken if it was under Crisp. the first thing you need to do is make sure that oven is super goddamn hot i'm talking hotter than you think it would need to be Mm. you want to pat it dry first ideally leave it out in the fridge uncovered somewhere separate from your veggies and all that overnight with some salt on it to draw out more of that moisture because most chickens that you and i would be having sam are pumped full of that water stuff which is i like to call an anti-crisping agent so getting that water out get that water out of here get out of there get that salt in give the salt time to get in next day give it a little bit of a pat down with paper towels salt pepper maybe and a little spidge of oil stick into the oven super high temperature add in any gubbins you want like go in for some garlic if you like garlic go in for some lemon if you like lemon but it'll be fine just as is with a little bit of salt and pepper and a bit of oil on it if it's a nice chicken I'd say go find a roast calculator online where you can put in how big your chicken is and it'll tell you exactly how long to cook it for. But I will say, having it extra super hot at the start to crisp it up and then you can always take it back down and go uh, a little bit longer. And the best thing you can ever do in the world of chicken is invest in a thermometer because... You know, you just need to know
0: these things. One of those ones you just jab into it. They go,
1: boom, right in yeah. there. Pierce the flesh. Excellent.
0: Let me know how you get on. Yeah. And if anyone else wants to cook a chicken, also let us know how you get on with cooking a chicken.
1: Look, go, when God closes the mailbag, he opens up a big bucket of chicken. That's, that's pretty much established. <laughs> Are we
0: spatchcocking here? Are we spatchcocking this guy? That's how
1: I would go normally, but I didn't yeah. want to be getting into some hardcore splitting a bird and twain and you know, severing the head and removing the brain and the spinal cord. But ideally,
0: spatchcock, but only if you've got the confidence to do it. Can I shock you, Kevin? I spatchcocked a chicken once. Good and job. I was Good so job. proud of myself that I've never done it again. What? Uh, I, I just did it once. And I was like, i fucking done it.
1: The best argument that can be made for spatchcock and a chicken is that yeah. when you've done three or four in a row, like I have recently, and then you go into your freezer, you can feel like the predator looking at all of your collection <laughs> of spines
0: going, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you're fucking next, Arnold. All right. Thank you very much for your questions into cinemasworld at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com or the socials. We had plenty of good stuff. There's going to be more to eke out through the week. So, mailbag, maybe not going away anytime soon, but it could. Are you, are you rationing mail? Is that what's happening? I think now? so. I think so. But look, it could go away at any point. So, keep them coming in. Cinemasworld at gmail.com. Cinemasworld at gmail.com wrapped up well
1: Sam I think it's time for us to that's me blowing into one of those little pipes that determines the pitch of the entire song that is about to be sung Sam let's go sing and do a cinema swirl
0: We're back Initial gut react I watched a film And time went by Upon a lovely Sunny evening Two hours forty Stuck inside And for the time I've lost I'm grieving I mean, come on, that, oh, oh, slow. I I didn't know
1: when the right time to tell you would be is. There is, for the first time ever, a recommended man cut of this movie, right? It is out there, okay? It does exist. And what it is is you watch up until Eddie Redmayne comes in and then you go, ah, fuck it. And you just... (laughs) Because you've had all the best bits, pretty much. And then we got, essentially, a 90-minute Bobby Dazzler oh. flick. But you know what? I will say it for everyone at home. I did watch the whole thing. I went against my own instincts,
0: yeah? Right, I, yeah? I
1: watched the whole thing because I knew you would as
0: well. Thank you. And
1: unfortunately found myself gaining a new appreciation for the part that I usually skip. So I'm
0: not thinking that you and I are on the same page here today, Sam. Not as of yet. Look, sometimes you've won me round to thinking that films I <laughs> didn't enjoy were good. good what luck I'll with do that. is
1: I'll incorrectly sing at you until you change your mind so I will. <laughs> oh,
0: that was a long time.
1: Did you watch it all one go?
0: Yeah. All the way through.
1: Now normally now this is the type of thing where you know, I would suggest snacks or something like that, but lay Mis on a weeknight, you probably had to work in like one of your meals in there, I'm assuming.
0: Yeah, I started post dinner. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I don't know if that was wise, but I didn't want to be stopping halfway through to make dinner and then come back to it. So I, I had dinner pre-film.
1: I've had to put my hand on my trigger finger there because it felt like, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, I, that's a terrible idea. You right. shouldn't watch Les Mis with a belly full of dinner dinner
0: and a show
1: but every single time I have watched Les Mis has not only been in a dinner environment it's usually been in a post-Christmas dinner or at least festive dinner environment so there's a good chance there's around 15 to 20 percent of this movie I've never actually seen because (laughs) I've been asleep well I watched this one like a fucking hawk this time this was probably the first actual viewing of Les Mis even though I've watched it
0: seven times before you like Les Mis though you really I like do. Les that I is, I, I know that about do. you. I do. I do. you I really? really? Do. do you really like I it? I
2: do.
1: And I tell you what, Sam, I shock myself every single right. time I say that. and I take great joy in the fact that, oh, I can't believe it. Yeah, that's right. This guy likes Les Miserables.
0: Yeah, fucking hot controversial take in 2021. Not like ironically or for a bit of fun to be like, oh, let's watch this thing that I don't. You just sincerely, that's your jam.
1: Honestly, the first time I watched it, it was kind of folded arms of like all right i'll watch it now mm. and then like what happens with these musicals they get in underneath you like kind of a little bit of a scratch in an itch and all of a sudden some of those you realize all those bits that were put in the background over and over doing the same song over and over over and over and over and over and when Mm. that happens so much that all of a sudden you've no choice it's not even like you're humming an actual just part of you and it it scratches away at your brain and then i started watching like videos like youtube poops and stuff making fun of us and then i went and watched it again and again and again and again and again, again. One more time and it just it's had a cumulative effect on me now yeah. i don't want to compare it to the sopranos which i would also say you has a cumulative that. effect <laughs> but i i was singing to bits that i hadn't even remotely anticipated i was there cheering eddie regmain on with the rest of them go on marius
0: sing another song go on mate yeah come on
1: it had the seeds of it being me liking it ironically or as a piss take but like i'm only kidding myself if i'm like oh yeah i'm ironically singing along and trying to know all the words i can i genuinely
0: just love it well it's like me saying mate or watching football it's now just a thing that i do (laughs) and look i don't want to time date
1: this episode too much but we are recording on the 15th of july 2021 and i know there's a big soccer match coming up for you sam (laughs) yeah can't wait for it and i just wanted to say best of luck (laughs) from all of us over in Asher, Southern Ireland will let you call it that now because it's your big day coming up and I, I don't want that.
0: to be making fun now. Thank you very much. I hope it goes well uh, and I wish those boys all the best.
1: Yeah, best of luck in their future endeavours. I'm genuinely excited for them. It's a great side, so
0: I hear. Good side, good squad. So let's get into some some lames. Let's get into some 1815. That's right, we're going back in time. Now, we may have rushed into a few things in the priest world. I didn't realise this being a musical. It was like a music musical as in like everything's sung everything
1: as opposed to like hey it's a musical but i'm just gonna talk for a little bit and then start singing in a different voice no 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 every single like it's to the point where the bits that they don't sing are exceptions every one of them make me laugh every time (laughs) someone's like no, you have to sign (laughs) it. Like someone goes, no, don't sing that bit," but the other
0: 85% do, please. Because the other musicals we've watched, and I think any other musical I've watched, I don't think I've seen a musical that's pure singing everything all the way through. I thought that's what an opera was, but I might be confused that musicals are maybe up to interpretation as to how much singing and non-singing there is, but this is singing all the way through, all the way down.
1: Oh yeah, opera is officially just a musical that Frasier likes. Other than that, there's nothing really to it. I will say, I will defend this movie up and down to my dying breath, but Mm. let's all be honest, it is to a fault the commitment to singing almost every
0: single bit. (laughs) It is to a fault. But we have, like, rhythmic grunting. And I know this is all based on the musical, so when we're talking about the film, we're talking about the musical as well, I guess. Huh! And we're straight into songs. Did you have subtitles on for this so you I'm, could follow what was being said and grunted? I did, and it was like karaoke, because I've realised like, that <laughs> there's not subtitles, it's just lyrics throughout the whole... <laughs> fucking
1: thing <laughs> no it would have been lyrics if the subtitles lit up in a highlighted light slowly the, as it went along a <laughs>
0: little bouncy javert going
2: <laughs>
1: <each> look down <laughs> look down at my bouncing little hands. <laughs> And now here's the problem, right? Yeah. Because every bit is sung in this, yeah. all right? And we have all these lads, they are these poor rotters who are caught in prison. They have to be, bring bringing this big old ship and it's all wet and horrible rogue. and grunting and uh, chains. Yeah. Singing about how it's shit and how everything's crap and rubbish. And I tried to kind of just summarize what's going on with a few jotted notes here and there. But what I've basically done is just make my own youtube poop in my own okay. comments here because it's just 24601 your parole has begun i stole a loaf of bread and i'm javert and that's kind of the first scene the, of them that's <laughs> the fucking movie but he stole I'm a loaf
0: of bread my name is javert don't forget my name that is me i am this character javert <laughs> come on you gotta have a bit of love for javert look i like javert I like saying Javert, like that character in The Simpsons, saying Chowder, like okay. Javert, 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 Javert. 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 <laughs> <laughs> How about Jean Valjean Jean Valjean Also a fun name to say Oh
1: Jean Valjean Jean Vachelle Jean As I often call him By mistake
0: And when writing A little bit about The background of the characters You, you mentioned there About the bread stealing Autocorrect has Played a blinder here Because I put Hugh only stole A load of bread Not a loaf <laughs> oh, of bread Oh no it's has saying of bread I only stole a load of bread Five years
1: For the first loaf of bread You stole <laughs> And then another fifteen For the load Of other breads That you stole It was far too much bread but Uh. my
0: sister (laughs) loves bread so he's a criminal he stole some bread but he tried to leave he's on parole now which means oh which is rubbish it's
1: worse than being a prisoner you don't even have the camaraderie of the baseline when you're on parole
0: is it like house arrest but also you've got to carry around a little bit of paper to show everyone to be like I'm a dangerous criminal and you can't trust me so I can't get a job or live anywhere yeah you have a
1: special itinerary which you must follow to the letter and it basically says where you have to go and he tells him as well you're going to starve again by the way because you don't appreciate the rule of law. And that's what Javert's
0: is all about. He loves the law. It's his fucking favourite. He doesn't seem to be too into the sort of Reformation aspect of justice here. It's 1815. Come on now, you know? Well, I suppose he just get a bit morally puzzled about it later on. But at this point, he's just thinking, you're a bad man. You'll always be a bad man. You're going to have a shit time. It's actually going to be worse than this prison bit that you've done now because you're out there and everyone knows you're a bad man. So off you go into the world.
1: Were you surprised that no one actually uttered the phrase or the term Les Miserables at any point? Because that would be a good point, here you know, when Jean Valjean looking at his bogus paroles, like, I'm basically Les Miserables here, folks. That's my. I forget Jean Valjean. That's dead. his new I'm, name. <laughs> <laughs> <it's> Les Miserables.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, the main character, Les Miserables.
1: Miserable. He does forego his name and yeah. take on an assumed identity. Jean mm. Valjean. Jean Valjean J V J. Yeah. Jean Claude Valjean. Yes. He assumes a new identity shortly thereafter. Yeah. He's going around like looking for solace, peace of mind. He finds himself in the company of priests who are the greatest type of priests because they're there to share their wares there is Mm -hmm. wine to revive you bread to make make you you strong strong. and Jean Valjean's like don't get me started on the bread now (laughs) because The last slice of that (laughs) Now put fucking 20 years on me You know Sorry what was that You've got to make me strong
0: (laughs) My my ears are burning It's my favourite Bread I've got loads of it And that's why it's a difficult Post
1: dinner meal as well Particularly post roast dinner meal Lots of mention of bread And you know I hope you didn't have Like a sauce laden plate somewhere That was like You know Toying havoc on your mind Because of all this mention Of bread to make (laughs) you strong
0: But he's welcomed in By this lovely bishop I think And look The old instincts kick in He's nicking stuff. You know, we're well, not instincts. He's got to survive. The man's got to survive. He both looks
1: like me and acts like me in like Morrowind or Skyrim or anything like that. He's just like, oh yeah, I'm going to chat to you, give you the business. My speech is nine, mate. Give me all that silver. <laughs> yes, please. And then I'm going to go and have a little cry afterwards. And you can't stop me.
0: <laughs> I do like how he immediately gets caught. It sort of cuts through the police, training him back. feel <laughs> like this bloke's been nicking all your stuff. But the nice bishop says that he gave it to him and lets him have the silver to become an honest man. So... Start over. Fresh
1: start, you know. He's literally been given a second and a third chance here, yeah. and we're not even at the end of Act One, so no. the man's on a bit of a rocket ship of a journey here tonight.
0: And I don't know what Hugh Jackman's accent is meant to be when he sort of talks. It's a bit all over the place. Hugh Jackman! Shot.
1: I'll tell you what it is. It's Aragon at the Black Gate. I see in your eyes the same fear that would take the heart of me. Let the lord of the black land come forth. Now I've become Irish. <laughs> there is a little
0: twinge a of little Irish twang. in there, isn't there? It? It's like myself. His accent is situationally dependent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, he, look, he wants to escape from the world of Jean Valjean. He's tearing up his papers and everything, throwing them to the wind. It's all very intense. I've realised something with this film. The songs, the, the issue with that is they take away from me really paying any attention to the craft of the filmmaking for the most part.
1: It looks beautiful. Like, come on, those big sweep and Lots of him on the mountains and like in the shipyard at the start it is an epic looking thing now one of the most epic looking movies we've had on here in a long time
0: i would say so and i kind of want to say it's like a blanket statement it looks great the film looks great Some of the shots are really great. The kind of tracking shots of people's faces in particular.
1: Yeah, all right, with your barbed criticism, your disguised wolf in sheep's clothing compliments. Oh, no, the musical looks very good. It does, you know, it looks... Oh, it looks very good, doesn't it? Shame about the music of the musical.
0: (laughs) I'm not saying the songs are bad, but they kind of distract my attention away from... You know, appreciating the craft of the filmmaking is what I think I would the, say. the songs
1: kind of grind you
0: down a little bit, don't they? Yeah. They almost have a relentlessness to them, the songs in this. Oh, because they're going on throughout the whole thing and you don't get a single moment to sort of catch your breath and go, oh, a non-song bit, okay, let's wait a minute.
1: Like, if you were in the theatre, they'd try and sell you some booze at half-time and get you out of your yeah. seat and move around a little bit, you know? Or
0: at least you'd be able to applaud to shut them up for like a, a few moments <laughs> and have the respite of clapping your hands <laughs> uh, <laughs> so eight years later after he's torn up his papers he's escaping the world of jean valjean he's no longer jean valjean he's breaking his parole and there's some ladies working in a factory oh i love this song the song of the poor at
1: the end of the day we
2: go with the now. we're meant to be french but we're from north oi. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> a lot
1: of times a yeah. lot of times someone's like, oh, we're doing this, like, this thing about poor English people in, in like the turn of the century in the 1800s, right? No, 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 no. It's meant to be
0: France. You're doing it all. That's a factually wrong accent. I know, but you, look, it's fun to have a bit of a knees up from time to time. There's a couple <laughs> of those in this. So these ladies are working in a factory, Hugh, who I refer, I know it's Jean Valjean, I refer to him as, as Hugh throughout this whole thing. He now is the owner of this factory, he's running the whole business.
1: Yes, and he and Javert both have new hats, which is like yes. how, at this early portion of the movie, we mark the passage of time, I have a new hat, <laughs> and I also have a new brim. Don't forget my hat,
0: the hat of Javert.
1: And these uh, they would be putting heads, but it's Actually, the hats <laughs> are clashing like a lightsaber duel, essentially, at this point. You know, there's a lot of yeah.
0: kind of big hat
1: behavior, for lack of a better
0: term. Javert's in this town as the new chief of police. So he's kind of peeking in through the window seeing what's going on also Anne Hathaway she's That's Fontaine. Here. Yeah. Fontaine. she's got a secret child who is with some people <laughs> looking after the child did you notice
1: how the banter like all the air went out of the room when they're all like at the end of the day I'm taking your note way let's have a look and see what's about oh look so how oh, Anne Hathaway here's
0: got oh she's got a bit ba- oh <laughs> one woman oh. in the background like way there's nothing that <laughs> the
2: foreman having a boner again
0: oh yeah the foreman's
1: a pervy bastard he is he's handsy he's busy mm. with his hands so yeah Anne Hathaway she's uh she's living this hard life here she's pretty much lazy. she's pretty much more lazy miserable is what I'm
0: saying all right what's the issue with her having this child is it an out of wedlock situation and that's frowned upon or is it just the scandal of it or
1: so what it is something. is her bow whom she fell in love with and the problem is a lot of the exposition happens in very emotional powerful songs which it's like you know you're not going to be taking on a lot of the info but what it is is that she had a child with this lad and then the lad didn't like her anymore because he thought she was getting long in the tooth so he gets and finds himself a new young bride and takes the child with and she sends money to pay for the child to keep up her end so it is pretty much more lays a miserable situation top to
0: bottom I I don't understand why all her co-workers are not expressing sympathy but are more like get her fucking sacked Get, get her out we don't like her anymore she's got her secret kids get rid of her I hey. think it's because
1: we all like her hair we
0: have to pull her down because of her
1: nice hair oh, and okay. it's, it's typical behaviour of the French British who I find to be
0: the most loathsome of all European races yes um, and meanwhile Javert is introducing himself to new posh factory owning Hugh
1: I'm not Jean Valjean I swear
0: I'm this other man. And, uh, and Javert. Javert's
1: pretty much like, Ah here now. You are so fucking obviously Jean <laughs> Valjean. You know, he's he's pretty much as it's sussed out straight away. He's got the bones and the instincts of a crime hound, you know?
0: Yeah, he's like, I, I think I've met you. And she's just like, I wouldn't forget your face because you've got a distinctive face. So we. I'll not tell you what,
1: him. I appreciate someone who can smooth talk his way out of a situation in mm. slightly off key song because it's like. <laughs> It's very upsetting to be like, no, it's not who you think it is. And him also be able to let him down gently like that, even though there are points, particularly with Hugh and Russell. Yeah. Where one or both of them is just out of tune, and that
0: comes from me, yeah. a non-musical boy whatsoever. I don't know if any of that is deliberate or not, but there are <laughs> bits where it's just it doesn't feel like it belongs with the music. I've not seen the music. Well, obviously, I've not seen the musical itself performed, so I don't know if that's part of it. But, but yeah, as there you're are bits a musician,
1: like, oh. does that mean you have a sensitive ear where you're like ah, if you hear like
0: you know out of tune, not nice sounding bits for any sort of dissonance or things like that, or a, a rhythmic bits yeah I do a little bit any flare-ups in this one then not too many not too much bad stuff I think as you mentioned before the bits where people don't sing and they talk are like oh yay I I genuinely was like excited by that (laughs) Also, quick note here. Hugh rescues a lad who was trapped under a cart.
1: Oh, yeah. In doing
0: so, he's kind of doing the same lifting motion that he did when he was working as a as a slave.
1: And also, Javert, he hears their. Like, feet uh, strength
0: are one thing, but the accompanying
1: fucking the harmonic orchestra, away. it's a dead giveaway. <laughs> Subtle, you know? Come
2: also, on.
0: I, I don't know with this how much the singing. It's weird. There's no distinction between singing that's external but in someone's head and singing that's (laughs) external and other people can hear it like sometimes people are are singing things that they're thinking but other people can't hear it and other times everyone can hear what everyone's singing alright because yeah
1: Jean Valjean's not being subtle but Javert who literally sings in front of everything I don't believe what I see
0: yeah they're gonna hear you man they're gonna know. Look, Javert's suspicious. He's on to him. Meanwhile, Anne Hathaway kicked out of the factory. She's been sacked. She's down at the docks with a bunch of sex workers and the sailors coming in who have been lovely away.
2: Lovely ladies looking <laughs> for a poke. Ah, here, yeah, calm down. Just a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it was um, a grotty song, is what it is. It's a grotty song.
0: No, she's selling her hair.
1: Also, I'm, I'm like 50% sure that lovely ladies hungry for a poke is an actual, That's like, the in actual yeah, yeah, yeah. okay.
0: life. <laughs> Lovely. Ladies, I'm just a bloody bloke. <laughs> <Just sell it. laughs> She's selling the hair for 10 francs. is gen- generally very sad, the hair cutting scene.
1: Hair for cash. Yeah, because she's like, oh, look, I look, I have to do it fast
0: if you want the money. It's a rough cut. Now look, I know there's movie special effects, right? But I sort of suspect that's Anne Hathaway getting her hair cut. Or she at least had her hair actually cut for the film. I don't know if the actual cutting scene was actually cutting of the I hair. Mean,
1: I've had my hair razored before. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it is a fucking nightmarish experience. And just looking at the, you're right, the way it's being cut, and it's either that's the greatest goddamn, you know, prosthetic hair job that has ever been done. Amazing job. That yeah. deserved an Oscar as well. Or Anne Hathaway, who did win an Oscar for our upcoming mm. song for this, well deserved. Like, that is some serious goddamn hair sheer in action. And it's not a pretty sight, folks. And in, in case you're wondering, the reason it happened is because I had an over eager hairdresser in Mal- Gar County, West Medes, yeah. who assured me, age 16, that what he was doing was happening in
0: Milan. <laughs> and I, I never as followed through. As you know, I don't mind that, actually. Well, this is what's happened in Milan. Boys are crying in Milan because their haircut was too sore. So whatever's happened with the haircutting scene and Anne Hathaway's face and expressions, it's very emotional. Either way, phenomenal stuff. Now, she's also selling her teeth and I've got a question for yeah. you. Who's buying teeth? Who's who's buying teeth? Are they putting the teeth in their own mouths? Lovely ladies looking for some teeth. I like to eat bowls and bowls and teeth. <laughs> well, you so know they've got a peculiar tastes, these French British. Also, that song has the same rhythm as "Umpa uh, Lumpa" from. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Old men, young men. Every has
2: come.
1: Ah, uh, Oompa Loompa's looking for a poke is just now in there and damn that relentless song uh,
0: damn it poor men rich men leaders of the land see him with their trousers off they're never quite as grand oh there's poetry
1: off. there now come on I also like the mellow drama when she's like she's laid down with this soldier for this horribly awkward sexual encounter and then casually asks if he's ever had sex with someone
0: already dead yeah oh my god almighty so this is when the whole can everyone hear what yeah. everyone's singing thing came up because look if I was about to have sex with someone regardless of the situation and just beforehand they said lying on a bed just as well they never see the hate that's in your head don't they know they're making love to one already dead i think that would put me off from that what if situation. it was like
1: a sexy halloween party and someone was role-playing zombie sam okay maybe But that's not what's happening here. I'm a good percentage sure that's not what's happening here. Look, I'm going to say it. I dreamed a dream. Goddamn. I dreamed a dream that someone could sing a song as good as Anne Hathaway sings this song. And I know maybe someone could drum a drum quite as good as
0: this. But no, no, this is sheer five star perfection. Chef's kiss. I popped hard for the Susan Boyle Britain's Got Talent song. Good stuff enjoyed it you know what
1: very happy to end. i never ever ever during all susan boyle mania and all of that Mm. i never once heard the song until i finally watched this movie you know Uh, however many years ago it was with with joe for the first time and i'm always very happy when something like can be very prominently in the cultural zeitgeist and to not have participated i'm glad because it savored it i didn't think of susan boyle once when i listened to this song i just thought What a great song by Anne Hathaway there. And no shame to Susan Boyle, but I like to keep my cultural lane separate here. And this is
0: They Miz, not a Britain's Got Talent situation. No, although I think Anne Hathaway would do very well on Britain's Got Talent. Oh, it'll be a yes, you've got talent from me, Kevin, who has definitely oh. watched that show. God, go as far as to push my golden buzzer. If, uh, oh, if is you that a, made the expression. a thing? Is that yeah, that's a, made... a thing now? That's a thing. That's a thing. The judges all have a golden buzzer that they can press once, I think, that fast tracks someone through to the semi finals or the finals. And.
1: If you press your golden buzzer, does Paddy McGuinness still, you know, ask people if they want to have a shift with you or anything
0: like that? <laughs> uh, sure, I think so. I've, you know, I've, that I've...
1: one, Take Me Out, where Paddy McGuinness is like, will you shift him? And she goes, no. And then he turns around, bow over his shoulder. Will any of you shift him then? <laughs> and then one of them says, yeah, all right. And then they film it. Yeah, that... <laughs> I've been to Pizza hood I know. I know you the brand
0: know. You know. I know. Look, very moving performance, genuinely, the close up on Anne Hathaway's crying face as she singing this was very moving. I couldn't help but think though, the situation she's in with the money that she needs for the child, this unfortunately was pre GoFundMe, you know. Yeah, like, exactly. She, yeah. She can't crowdfund her way out of this, which is a real shame. Thanks a lot,
1: Obama. God. <laughs> And I love as well that she sings such a powerful song that it literally causes a ruckus that brings, of course, the police. Sure, only it's Javert showed up with Uh. the best bit of song in the entire God goddamn movie tell me the full story tell me who what when and where let him give him a full description let him answer
0: to javert yes he's saying what he's doing with song he loves saying his own name javert he loves referring to himself in the third person i am javert i'm being javert I don't know there. why,
1: when I watch this, I'm convinced that somehow this is a great educational delivery system waiting to happen. Like, if you wanted kids to find out about historical figures for science or English or history or whatever, get them a musical like this, it'll stick. Seriously, yeah, it'll yeah. better than any
0: mind map. Well, I definitely remember the name Javert. I couldn't help but remember he that. He
1: told you, remember
0: the name! Name, Javert! So Anne, she scratches a pervy man. Javert's getting the whole report of what's happened. But Hugh's here to save the day. And it's kind of like sad that he didn't know about Anne's situation so, and the child, and he wants to help.
1: I just realized as well that he does have a name here at the moment, Jean Valjean. He's Monsieur Mayor, as we right. forgot to mention.
0: <laughs> is it just Mr. Mayor? Yeah, Mr. Mayor. Mr. It's Mayer. just
1: Mayor. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right, next scene slash song, because we don't have scenes anymore, we've just got songs, we've got a track list. Javert comes to Hugh to apologise for mistaking him for Jean Valjean because someone's been caught and is going to court for being the escaped Jean Valjean Which
1: means that he has Disgraced the uniform he wears It's great You see how broken up he is About doing this wrong yeah. And I like that you get to see now Jean Valjean shows him A little bit of mercy That's what gives away the game In the end Is that mercy The trademark mm. mercy And he could have been a bastard As Monsieur Mayor Because like Monsieur Mayor Already sounds like a baddie Doesn't it like So he could have It would have been a much better Cloak of disguise To be a baddie You have a twirly moustache Monsieur Mayor. He said Oh that fucking Monsieur Mayor. Let me tell you about about him, you know, but he's got a good heart, and that's the thing. He has to pray as well. As supposed good guy Jean Valjean, he hmm. has to pray and be like, Should I fuck this random man over? <laughs> it would be really convenient if I would.
0: If oh, I speak, my... I am condemned. If I stay silent, I am damned. It's a real damned-if-you-do, condemned-if-you-don't situation for Jean Valjean here. He doesn't know what to do.
1: Have you ever angrily declared a number to the heavens, like, 24601? Have you ever been like, ah, my pin code?
0: I've watched Lost, so I've been saying uh, (laughs) 4815162342 plenty of times.
1: Look, I thought you'd be loving this. There's numbers in it, like you like from your show. And he's yeah. all upset about us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I do love him bursting into court, saying that he's 24601. And I love the little blurry background shot of fake <laughs> fake Hugh Jackman, the guy who's like being caught. This is got kind of, oh. He
1: should have been coming in like, oh, I am, wait a minute, he looks nothing <laughs> like me. That's insulting
0: to my brand. <laughs> but meanwhile, just after going into court to say, I'm that convicted prisoner, I'm that guy... I'm in trouble now. He then goes to Anne Hathaway to be like, your child will want for nothing. I'm going to look after your child and make sure everything's (laughs) fine for your child. (laughs) Big claims from a guy who's just gone into court and said, yeah, I'm that criminal. Sorry, guys.
1: I would like an accomplice. Give me your child. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Javert would have been a better guardian at this point and he's less than an ideal guardian either you know I don't Mm. know
0: it's a tough one Anne Hathaway sadly passes away here with the character of Fontaine Fontaine, yeah, she's she's gone. I thought that was a, an early departure, considering. Oh how yeah, much...
1: now, that, that was the main thing that struck with me. Like yeah. uh, the first three times I watched this movie, I was like, "It's only half an hour in, and yeah. she's dead. She's gone." That Did one she get the main a full ones? Oscar still for that? That was not like. I'm not saying you should put Oscars by there, but it was always very shocking her brief mm. departure in this, because this was always like bandied around with people I knew as oh the Anne Hathaway musical. Yeah come on now it's two guys one of whom who can't really sing that's the bulk of the song I know it's a pre-existing musical could have done with more of Anne Hathaway in this movie
0: could have done but to be fair she comes in she delivers a great performance she shuffles off you know that's why she's so
1: memorable you come in you lay it out you get the hell out of there someone else looking after
0: your kid now and if this had been a normal length film that wouldn't have felt quite as shocking because it you know there'd have been less time to go on without that character but there's still loads of time left in this film after the admission that Hugh is 24601 Javert of course is here the
1: confrontation this is the best scene oh my god you wear a different chain this is fucking great they have their sword fight very slowly (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah You know nothing of Javert, I was born with scum like you, I am from the gutter too. Then fucking calm down, man, come on, don't be such a prick.
0: Do You know nothing of Javert, I was born inside a jail. Oh, so, wow, a little bit of backstory. Jail there, more like, am I right? He is a jail, in a sense, you know? So I think that's why he's so conflicted about his commitment to to the law and to the, you know, justice and all that kind of thing. It's it's one of those situations. It's complex. He's you know? the
1: original Judge Dredd. There, I said it, OK? It's, <laughs> it's what it is, all right? It's what it is. Now, one of the bits I really hate happens right after this exceptional moment, which is we start getting songs from Little
2: Cassette.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: come on. up, up come on now get more energy come on this is sad little girl from the cover waving the little thing i don't know i still don't know if she's waving a flag i haven't looked at the cover again but the little the little girl from the start from the cover i mean this cassette singing a little song it's not great is it
1: no i don't i don't but like it's not just that i don't like the child's singing i don't Mm. like
0: the (laughs) it's oh shut up stop complaining (laughs) but we've got helena bonbon carter yeah
1: bad fuss your parent, and I'll tell yeah. you something for nothing, her child looks great in that blue hat, let me say. That was a... Well, f-
0: what a look. It's a very uh, theatrical expression of the relationship between her and Cosette and her and her own daughter, because it's like, oh Cosette, what are you doing? Stop singing, you bloody mug. Oh, Ebony, Oh, you're so beautiful in your hat. I love you so much. I hate you, Cosette, you fucking piece of
1: shit. <laughs> <laughs> and wow why, why, we were, it's none yeah. other than Borat he's in the house and he's here with his this is the funny thing this whole setup. you d- mm. know there's a camera over there you dum-dums <laughs> comes in the guy's like I believe in QAnon he starts you know pissing in his wine and stuff like that oh it's great this bit it was really so funny. much funny stitched them up, right yeah. up mate stitched them up mate this is a
0: fucking you have to like this song now come oh, on I, I do like this song I, I wrote finally a fun song also this is like a who's who of Sweeney Todd the Tim Burton one isn't it he got those, those guys we were in that I've never seen old Sweeney G oh the the Tim Burton one I I have seen and I do quite enjoy and it is a musical
1: look (laughs) folks I used to go to a spa to pick up sausage rolls across the road from a barber's in Skegness called Sweeney Todd's Barbers and it was themed after the Tim Burton movie and it had pictures and it should be there 365 days a year keep into that theme and i thought i saw that so many times because they did eat a lot of sausage rolls and still do and that's as good as i've seen the movie i've yeah, seen I, people I, getting their haircuts from across the road in a themed environment and especially to eat pastried meat nearby yeah that's the thing isn't it and <laughs> yeah. there is a hair cushion element to it i'm not making that up right no no that yeah, ah, yeah, yeah so there you go. you've basically
0: seen it fine. i don't want to waste your time um, like yes this was finally a fun song it's got a bouncy rhythm to it it has a kind of almost sketch show music video type feel to the mm, camera work master of the... of
1: the house, pissing yeah. in the wine, don't you know that I leave behind a trail of slime Everybody
0: loves the landlords. (laughs) Wow, wow, wee, wah. It was fucking great. A fun bit where he's chopping off a cat's tail, putting that in a mincer. There's a human leg going in a mincer. That Ah.
1: meat. You know what? Whoever was making the props who made that very upsetting, very believable, like Mm. all my knowledge of zoology and meat all kind of combined to say that is exactly what that would have looked like in real life. Fair play. Fair play. And then there's, like, the sexy bit where Hellebonic Carter is like, Master of the house, his dick is very small. Don't get me fucking started about his fucking balls. Hey! Uh, it, it gets grotty is what I'm saying
0: it gets grotty it gets bawdy it's full on bawdy there's a drunk Santa in there as well yeah I'd, I'd describe this scene as best of British mate this is uh, <laughs> this is proper stuff though.
1: yeah this is funny because not even Sacha Baron Cohen actually being the only person to do a French accent and you know stick with it the yeah. whole song long everyone else just takes that as an excuse to be like
2: hey, hey i all the goals <laughs> hey, Yeah, yeah poor fucking zombie now. Everybody loves the goalie. <laughs> still that over there?
1: <laughs> but seriously, best of luck though in the um, in the in
0: the, big, in the big match that's coming Cheers, up. Cheers, mate! Can't wait. I do like the little recurring goof of Sasha Baron Cohen getting Cosette's name wrong. Oh, he calls her courgette at one I Come love on.
1: that. Come Good on, stuff. Should have went further. Call her Congress. Stuff like that,
0: you know. And I did get worried when so he, he was arriving to pay the Cosette debt. He's paying that off so he can get... Cazette.
1: yeah he really is like insistent here he's coming here to buy this you know sight unseen he wants the child that is straight up the transaction that's gonna
0: happen getting the child going after the child I was worried at this point we might be moving away from the only moment of levity in the whole film but luckily these characters do recur
1: you know I like as well is that yeah. when he comes in they try all their little tricks like you know Helen bob throws down the handkerchief for him to pick up and he ignores it mm. and Sasha tries and swaps the hats he swaps
0: them right back he doesn't do any of their f- foolery he doesn't fall for a bit of it he pops the mankini on and he doesn't even have a look he's not even like that's weird he's like yeah that's fine you know that's, that's how he chooses to dress he had enough rope to hang himself there and he didn't that's what happened there why is Hugh so invested oh, Jean Valjean so invested in being Cassette's new dad
1: because he made a vow to be a better man and he feels responsible for Fontaine living a life of destitution because it is pretty much his, definitely his fault. She sings yeah. as much at him and <laughs> that responsibility passes down a generation. It's an inherited responsibility that he has now for now for Cosette, cor- a.k.a. Courgette, a.k.a. brand new Corvette and he
0: just has to follow through on it. He wants to be a better man. It's basically his commitment to the whole I'm going to be a good guy and I'm going to reform myself and I'm going to be good. So he's, he's kind of channeling that into, I'm going to be the dad for this child.
1: And there's literally a bit here where he stops singing because he's sick of their shit. He's like, look, here's the money now. All right? enough of this. All right, no more. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't you start up that baseline. We're not having any of it.
0: And so Hugh and Cassette, they're escaping from Javert. <laughs> Did you just call her Cassettes? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, rewinds. Did you just call her Cassette, dude? And they're escaping from Javert. They make it to a, a Covenant... No, sorry, not a convent. A convent. A convent they made a covenant
1: at the convent
0: but yes. no convents require a covenant to enter oh well that's all very convenient, isn't it Um, they they <laughs> make it to this place I told you at my confidence in confidence they make it there in the convent
1: no less if you're not going to respect it there where
0: they make it there and the fellow who works there was the guy who was trapped under the cart before and so he's like oh you're a good guy what are the chances like? th-
1: this all- is all spoken as well because mm. I thought that was brave of a because the easiest way for him to recognize him would have been like, it's me, remember? And he's like, what? You know... Na na, na na Let's
0: lift up this big
1: cart Yeah, (laughs) there is a horse on this old fart. Yeah, that was me, I'm the
0: old man Uh, Meanwhile, Javert is singing a sad little song He's up on a rooftop singing this sad little song Oh, I love his sad little song His is the way of the Lord He's just sad that, like, Jean Valjean is out there and free But he's like, I'm gonna get him And I just, I wrote down what a fucking dweeb about Javert here Because he just seemed like (laughs) an absolute fucking... Loser, I just that's like, true. You can, you,
1: can, you can really like posture most of this song as like kind of a stroppy teenager. Well,
0: if you fall as Lucifer fell with, with the flame up the stairs and the swords! <laughs> so nine years later, now I can't remember how many years it's, it's we've nine covered years here. later. 17 years or something like that we've covered already in this film? Oh,
1: Mr. Cumulative Timeline, what is this, The Witcher? Come on, calm down, it's nine years in the
0: future. We've got different hats now again. we shuffle the hats, it's nine years in the future. How do you feel about the little urchin boy, the little kind of cockney but Parisian geezer little boy? My name
2: is Groset, I'm from the B.A. Gourette hey jock a little tumble <laughs> master there used to be a king then we all tried to overthrow it a bit quickly and now there's another king <laughs> that's my thoughts on the
1: little boy
0: okay so now this this would be the point where you'd kind of dip out here
1: yeah this where I go up and I make dessert or whatever and I come back and everyone's either fallen asleep or moved on and I'm like you know what let's just do something else it's the yeah. best bits Eddie Redmayne and his Wallace. Grommet looking face
0: while singing is coming up, so there's not much left to do. So, uh, Teddy Bedtime, he's he's all, all viva la France, but he's
2: <laughs> Eddie
0: Bedtime is just <laughs> the best. Like, genuinely, you and I could market some children's
1: books and we're oh. called Eddie Bedtime we take it to the men at Reddy Breck we're, look that's
0: the new Maplins for us at this point maybe we've got a chance but he's all vive la France but he's a he's a secret posho he's a man of wealthy origin
1: yeah honestly when I was watching him this time all that was going in my head was your London interpretation of Jack Skellington as guy who comes back uh, and is a little <laughs> bit posh now like you know <laughs> like see I'm singing no you guys you don't understand they're called <laughs> small plates <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he's basically like a, 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 one of these bloody posh slacktivists, you know. He's just kind of coming in, and oh, revolution, yeah.
1: He's more of a clicktivist, but he's like a slacking, click, click, slack.
0: <laughs> slickety, click, <laughs> clackety, clack, this guy. I don't like him. No. It,
1: uh, I
0: don't want to...
1: <laughs> no 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 I don't like him and I've always had a sneaking suspicion I know I've not watched this bit of the movie much mm. but I've always uh, he treats Epony like such a he's so horrid to her in this horrid yeah 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 why why because he's a posho and she's come from a neer do background he only has eyes for Courgette because her name sounds like so many fancy things that he's probably familiar with in his Parisian Paris
0: lifestyle yeah also nine years later like everyone's here Javert's here again he's turned up wherever we are now Paris Hugh and Cazette are here in Paris and Sasha Baron Cohen and Helena Bonnebancard they're there as well there's loads more as well of just the general impoverished
1: masses they're like look yeah. down
2: look down we are British now there's a
1: lot more hands coming out and a lot more people being like Uh, oh, an urchin oh, a uh, whelp! All sorts
0: of wildlife. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the, the, so the whole story with uh, Eddie Bedtime, and that he's like smitten with cassette. <laughs> I keep calling her cassette. Cosette. And is kind of like not really paying attention to Eponine, but she's secretly in love with him. I feel like that plot... Like, oh, I'm smitten with this girl, but there's a girl who loves me and I don't pay attention to her, but she secretly loves me and talks about how much she, uh, you know, pines for me. That plot is done in like every fucking musical. I don't know if that's a plot that can only be expressed through singing. Where it's like,
1: this person loves me, but for no reason I like this other person and I'm not even going to acknowledge. Epony pretty much dies, by the way, spoiler alert, before any of that comes out or there's any sort of a chat about it. He just firmly over and over and over tells to his face, oblivious, like a fucking nyuk, That he's not in love with her. That that he's in love with this person. That he's not even mess. No, he's just Come on her now.
0: from a distance. Come right, on, I know. Mate, grow you up. Watched
1: Mean Girls, and you think that she's the cat's pajamas. But it's four years later in a very different movie. <laughs> Move on.
0: Move on, man. Also, Eddie's singing voice is very, very posh. it's exactly what you expect I can't really do it but uh.
1: Reg the blood of angry (laughs) men black the night that turns
2: across but then he's like Reg the Favorite color, and <laughs> black. I like gorgeous.
0: Him and all his student mates are going like, "Yeah, let's start a revolution." He's like, "Yeah, I, f- I fancy this woman." He literally sings to someone, "Discover
1: where she lives, please." He did yeah, that to yeah. the girl who's secretly
0: in love what? with him. What? That's creepy, dude. Kazette is very excited about Eddie as well. They're both mutually in love with each other from just seeing each other, which is kind of interesting. Oh, you know.
1: I've watched enough Married at First Sight Australia to know that this is headed for
0: nothing good, nothing okay. good. And Hugh's having to do is kind of like, I'm sorry you have to spend so much time with me, your fake dad who doesn't tell you anything about what I actually did in my past life. But uh. if you were
1: to ever find another boy, I'd kill him in his <laughs> Sleep, you must only stay with me. You're not real, father. No, I refuse to tell you anything. Can you know? I'll tell you nothing. Just fucking wait. <laughs> Hold on! <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Cosette and Eddie, they have a little interaction, and he's very, you know, terribly sorry, bibbly bobbly with his interaction. <laughs> oh, I'm, 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 if I was to steal a kid... Shut up. God, no. Ebony's looking on just like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm really in love with you, Eddie Redmayne, but you won't pay attention to me. Uh, so, again, the thing, like, he's having to hide from Jean Valjean and like, you know, get out of the way. But I'm like, he surely should be like, I can hear you singing fucking love songs out there, you pesky kids. Stop, Rattling stop his it. cane like, I, I know where you are. You've been singing how much you love each other to each other. Be quiet, please.
1: And Epony is so in love, she won't even help her dad rob a dude's house. <laughs> oh my
0: God. <laughs> yeah, I got confused by that. A dad's like, I'm going to rob these guys. She's like, no, 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 I'm not. Does she stop him from doing it? But then the hub above that.
1: She screams. He's like, "If
2: you scream, I'll make you scream like a little
0: girl." Yeah. And then yeah. she
1: screams, and then he hits her, and then she screams some more. And as this is all happening, the commotion, Jean Valjean is like, "Come with me, Cosette. We must make way our passage to
2: England." <laughs>
1: Coming home! Jean Valjean is Come coming in home to England, where is, I would assume they all speak in a French accent
0: here uh, in the 1800s. Some sort of a cultural mass exchange of accents has taken place. That would be a good goof if there was some England scenes and they all had French accents and spoke French. That would be a bit of fun. <laughs> wouldn't it? I like that. Eppony gets this like really sad
1: special song where it's like, Just so you all know, yeah, it's pretty much what you're seeing. It's as shit
0: as that. <laughs> Can you fucking believe this? Yeah, the song is called On My Own. And look, apparently this is one of the more popular ones on my own and it wasn't really moving me as much as I thought it was supposed to even though nah. the, the song is good the performance was good it's, you've got the same kind of tight close-ups of someone being emotional
1: it does have the same connection there for me this is a second possibly even third tier song I'm not ashamed to say
0: but the kind of plot of the song that like oh I love someone but that person loves someone else I've listened to enough Weezer albums for this sort of thing to be exactly my kind of jam and yet here we are and I'm like nah I'm not not really feeling in this one but this is what this is one of the big ones this one apparently yeah and we kind of
1: know to so this point i don't know in the movie that eddie bedtime's voice is growing more and more muppet like as we <laughs>
2: he's literally goes, he, yeah he
1: may as well have his hands kind of clapping together in that weird way like herbert the frog we're all very excited for the revolution everyone yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> it almost has a kind of Morrissey twang to his voice when he sings sometimes. Like, I can't do a Morrissey, but they kind of... Mah.
1: He's like in charge as well, because the general yes. they all love, he's dead. He's toast. So he's pretty much in charge with the other boy. I don't know. Doesn't seem like he's cut up for the
0: job of a revolution. No. Do you want a third king? Is that what you want? You'll get... they will stack the kings like in drafts. And so there's this, this a song, I think this is... Is it One Day More? Yes, One More Day. Where everyone's singing their own little bits and we're yes! kind of seeing where everyone is, and the thing is, this kind of big, you know, coming together centerpiece thing where you get to see all the characters. <laughs>
1: going,
0: oh, God, yes! I genuinely had this thought without realizing. I thought when I was watching this, oh, everyone seems really miserable. And then I was like, oh, yeah! <laughs> thank you Jenny <laughs> like was like they all seem so fucking miserable oh yeah okay I get it uh, ah, I now you say miserable
1: yeah. Javert is fucking jazzed up he's excited we'll be ready for those schoolboys. they will wet themselves with blood Jesus Ugh. Christ they're yeah. going to have problems with their kidneys.
0: There's no dialysis in ancient France. Well, does he mean wet themselves as in piss blood? I, I'm guessing it's like they will be wet with blood from when I uh, kill them, but it just sounds like they're just going to be pissing blood out of their uh, dicks. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds
1: like, because the, <laughs> the other thing is just making it a little bit, I don't know. If someone's like, I'm going to kill you, whatever, but if they're like, I'm going to wet you with my swords, and then you'll be yeah, all wet with
0: blood. Yeah. Mm, no. no no thank I, you I please. but this definitely felt like the bit where at the end of this song you get a big big applause oh, yes, it's
1: all the bits coming together oh, all yeah, the individual yeah, parts yeah, yeah. you oh. get a little bit of Master
0: of the House in there you get a bit
1: of Jean Valjean's bit in there it's, it's fucking beautiful it all comes together like mm. any musical worth its salt this is always meant to be the bit where everyone's like fuck yes come on and like, in South Park, the movie, has got that one, The Tomorrow right. Night, you know? that, that It's musicals 101, it's pretty staple. much. Yeah, It's the bit I always look forward to, because it's the bit in a musical where I realise if I like the musical or not, because if you listen listening to this bit and none of it what they've shown you it's like it's them coming out with like a tasting plate of all the things you could have at the restaurant and right, if yeah, none yeah. of them tickle your fancy you know it's not for you but if you realise oh actually I, mean, I like that bit I like that bit I like that bit then, hey presto you've just liked the musical which is why you could also turn it off here and nothing would really be lost
0: no it does feel both a, a kind of centrepiece and also maybe a finale if you wanted it to be yeah could it could put, be oh, okay yeah
1: but I will say and if you've joined us now and you're Post Matin Cut, and you're at the potential second Matin Cut here. I will just tease you at this point. Not many people will stop at this point because I will tease you that later on in the movie, Massachusetts is going to take a little tumble here. <laughs> <laughs> so stick around for that
0: yeah revolution is starting to happen there's a little song here do you hear the people sing the song of angry young men (laughs) he's spying javert he snuck in amongst the revolutionaries
1: he looks so much like a spy in like a civilization game or something like that i have a small flat hat. And yeah. look wise
0: beyond my years. My name is not Javert. <laughs> I'm not him. He's guys, over there. J- check it out. It's,
1: <laughs> it's not Javert. You know what I mean, guys? Yeah.
0: He's so obviously
1: uh, not on their side. He's he's old enough to be all their grandfathers, knowing this time
0: this was made. I've realized how much fun it is to just say Javert and sing. Oh, my name is Javert. I am Javert. Javert. That is. There's fun. also
1: the Javert cut, which is just. The word Javert said over and over for two hours 46, right. you know? And then of course Javert, he's a rubbish spy. He's much better as a policeman than a spy because the little kid straight away is like,
2: oh no, that is <laughs> You want the policeman. The kid's like, uh. boy, this mug's a fucking grass. Let's go, boys, and beat his ass. <laughs> He says his name is Javair. Scream for me. I don't
0: fucking care. That little boy is dangerous, I'm just oh, saying. He's brutal. He's very brutal in his Robert tactics. Geezer, this guy. So Javair gets beaten up, taken down. Captured, But that doesn't stop the kind of big showdown between the revolutionary people and, I guess, the, just, the ar- the the just the army? army. The army. The French army yeah, French they army. are. the French army.
1: And, of course, you might often associate kind of, oh, you think, oh, French revolutionaries. Is that the kind of, the with the French flag? No, they've got the red flag. The mm. blood of angry men. And then you're fighting against what is this strange, and it's a period of history I don't know much about, but, you know, most of us probably, especially those of you in England who, according to sound, didn't learn anything about it, but I assumed, oh, Bastille, day french revolution off with the heads of louis and the gang oh we got the republic and no 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 we've got another king here it's very Mm. very very
0: interesting i like history i'm aware of history uh, (laughs) and i don't know enough about it I almost feel at this point there should be some sort of spin-off thing where I just learn some history because there's <laughs> big patches missing from what I know. I think, you know, the, like, concept of cinema as well is like, oh, Sam hasn't seen any films, but I think I just have, I-, I think I might just be a bit of a fool and I just don't know stuff. Ah, uh, like, no, 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 no. You say yeah. that
1: and then you've got all these wonderful skills and abilities as opposed to useless pub trivia knowledge
0: which the rest of us have which is not really that much good. So, big show down here and Eponine, she gets shot potentially protecting teddy bedtime and teddy bedtime by the way right <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fun isn't it oh <laughs> it's a bit
1: fun. man i got proper like, i've not had this in like 25 years where i'm like oh i would really love teddy wolf just right now but when you said uh. teddy bedtime like that it was oh man uh. i need him in the house right now teddy bedtime they're literally being attacked and he's like i got a letter from corset he's yeah head's not in this game He's not ready to be a
0: general. Well, the woman who loves him has said, here's a letter that I intercepted for you from Gazette, but I love you and I'm dying. And to be fair to him, he does do a bit of, I wish I could heal your wounds with love and say some things to you. And then as soon as she fucking dies, he's like, right, I'm sending a letter back to uh, Gazette now. Because uh, she's gone, so I'm gonna quickly write up a little letter to get this romance going.
1: Is this the 1800s French revolutionary version of letting someone down gently by text?
0: Is that what this is? Because it's it was very cold, it was horrible, and it shouldn't have been done. Well, he literally lets her dead body down gently, to just be like you you are dead now, you're you're gone. But yeah, so he's he's sending a letter back to Cazette.
1: and Jean Valjean intercepts it and reads it
0: like a big weirdo. I must know its contents. Ah. And the contents are basically, I'm probably going to die, but I love you and you love me too, but I'm almost certainly going to die. Yours sincerely, Teddy Bedtime.
1: And he's moved by this. He thinks I should go, uh, I I should help, I should help this lovely little teddy bear. And that's all I should do now with trying to be a good man as JVJ
0: is always trying to be. JVJ, he sneaks in again amongst the revolutionaries, but they're like, we don't fucking believe you, mate. We just had this Javert prick doing that. But he kind of proves himself by shooting some baddies or something.
1: No, no, no. He, they're like, oh, we'll leave his fate to you. And he's like, I will kill Javert. And then yeah. he, he frees Javert and mm. pretends that he's killed him. And he's like, I know you're just doing your job. No big deal. I respect your commitment look there's them out there they'll be calling you a jobsworth and all other sorts of nasty names man i'm, I'm working stiff like you i know what it's like it's uh, i yeah. understand what it's going to be he's basically putting the same pattern on someone you would to effectively not get clamped if you caught him in the act yes yeah, yeah that's you're what he's saying. respecting their position but there's never a second where you're not essentially pleading with them to understand your case
0: and the bit where he's like I'm going to let you go. And also, I'm going to tell you where you can find me if I get out of this alive. It's a strong move. It's a strong move from Jean there. It's a
1: strong move from Jean there. We can all preach Johnny Boy and what he's done there. It's a strong move. And he sings a song about Sleepy Marius being only a young boy and wanting to bring him home. Now- this is something that no one's going to relate to No one is going to be cradling the arm Of a rich 20-something year old Who's taken up some random cause on a whim No one's going to be No boomer's going to be cradling you in your arm Going, oh, he's, I understand it He'd be judging him And that's the cut of the man of Jean Valjean right there
0: Well, Jean Valjean is, I think, obsessed With kind of having Being a kind of surrogate father To, to sort of potential How kids, many like, fucking like, surrogate children does he need? It's like, God almighty now he knows that he's like vulnerable and gonna die he's like i want to look after him as well yay so look he's yeah. my teddy bedtime you can have him <laughs> bring him home so he's he's gonna bring him home it's coming home it's coming bedtime's coming home. i
1: literally thought it would be been poor taste now to bring it up
0: again and then oh. you are know, just like, <laughs> I, like i'm very excited for the big game yes speaking of which fight time Big fight time. Little urchin boy is shot dead.
1: And there's the fuck all revolutionaries left as well. And the people yeah. remain criminally unstirred. And the little boy is basically like, you know, ripping his top. and like, come
2: on, have a fucking go. <laughs> and like, you, you fucking go and put a jack on me. Come and fucking put it on me.
0: And he smacks him in the head and downs with a carlin. And then is <laughs> tragically shot. Yeah, fully shot, dead, that guy. All of Eddie's little barricade boys are blown to bloody bits. The boys got a buff from the boy.
1: like That, yeah. that did kind of, of rally them all blood. up. But yeah. the, a boy buff will only get you so far against cannons. And there is, to quote a famous saying, cannons to the left of them, cannons to the right, and a good deal of cannons in front of them as well. So, you know, that's, there's no buff is going to get you out of that. No,
0: and so those guys are down. Eddie's been shot.
1: Eddie oh, becomes a proper fucking Wallace and Gromit character when he's shot. He's like, like he he just fucking gurns out his lips. Jesus
0: Christ! And Javert, right, walking along the bloodied streets of Paris, where all this has gone down, gives his little medal that's on his little uniform. He gives that to the dead urchin boy. And look, I understand that that's meant to be symbolic and emotional and show that he's like feeling some it. But who's that helping? That boy's dead. Why are you giving him a medal now? You it's oh, helped no
1: one. Oh, it's not helping. It's going to cause nothing but consternation. The boy will be misidentified. They'll think Javert is dead. <laughs> you know, and then he'll have to come into a courthouse and clear his name. <laughs> this look—if there's one takeaway from *Lame* is, is that the bureaucracy of both
0: the Republic and the Royal Family we could do without, it, basically is what we're saying. Yes. Meanwhile, Hugh and Eddie are down in the sewers. Eddie's all oh, fucked that's up and all shot and dying.
1: Shit! Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. Proper like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hugh Jackman covered in sewer gunk basically just covered in shit it is, it is quite funny the amount that they uh, <laughs> just make him look yeah like, they, really he's, just... like to, to borrow a phrase from like if they
1: were having like you know big chips that were like garbage chips or whatever he's yeah. smothered in that sauce is what he, he is he
0: really is and Jabez found him he's literally smothered in three day
1: old beef delicious oh,
0: Try the new garbage pail today. Javert finds them and he lets them go. How many
1: times are we gonna have a fake out like this? Come on, now you tease me with that confrontation.
0: What is this frozen because of the amount of let letting go? um, So he's. I see what you did there. Uh, uh, he's in a real bind about how he feels about this. He's let he's a criminal broken, go. He's but broken! But the criminal helps him get his life back. He doesn't know what to do. Conflicts about the kindness. Conflicts about how he feels about justice and himself and his duty and his role. There is nothing on earth that we share.
1: It is Jean Valjean or Javert. <coughs> And he fuck! oh my God, like a hundred eggs been dropped at once on a very hard floor. I'm, I'm
0: so glad you said that. Because the bit where Javert kills himself, it was quite emotional. But then the sound of him hitting the they ground. They
1: knew what they were doing. The lads oh. in the foley were like, hey, check Is this out. From-
0: <laughs> I laughed so much at this because it was, I, I didn't expect that noise to come That was fucking funny. That was very funny. It's a funny noise. And it's a sad moment for Javert, who is my favourite character. But good lord, that was fun.
1: Now, I know that... I still don't think the world is ready for this great idea that I have. It's a huge idea, it's big, it's pretty Mm. much my retirement plan, but movie mashups, yeah, we take bits of movies that you love and we know work and we just kind of insert them as an option, like it would highlight at certain points. You want a movie Mm. mashup based on your tastes on Netflix or whatever. I'm just saying like the the Austin Powers bit where... (laughs) He won't be dead. And you might think, oh, that's inappropriate to put that bit in there. But there's already precedent because they used it again in the second Austin Powers movie, right, like, yeah, yeah. on verbatim. So there is pre- there is precedent there. You could have stuck it in there, but have Javert sing the lines. Come on yeah, yeah. now. You get another check for Russell Crowe, which I'm sure he mm-hmm. won't say no to. I think, just think about it. I think it's worth a shot. You know what? I'll put that in the hot
0: house and let that incubate, yeah? So Eddie, he survived... But he's very sad about all his friends dying. And everyone's inspired by their deaths as well, which is yes. a, ver-
1: a very dangerous thing to say because they're making out that people weren't inspired already. Like, loads of people have already died in the mm. revolution. And like, oh, well, we're inspired
0: now as well. Damn! Yeah. Come on now! Hmm? But I don't think Eddie cares about that too much because he's now with Cosette and he's happy now because he's he, he's got a... He's got what what he wanted. He's he realised his, his, his
1: goal of true independence for the French people was simply not worth pursuing anymore. He just... He's hanging out to dry. He's hanging out with that fucking crook grandfather of his, the rich lads selling yeah. out the police. Oh, it was just a few years travelling around to the revolution and finding yourself, and now you're back at the firm. Now that you're getting married, is this? You fucking sellout.
0: Also, if I was singing a song to my true love, who I'd come through, you know, being shot and battle and hardship to be with, I wouldn't want her weird fake dad in the background singing some shite in harmony to what I'm singing. If I was like, "I love you," because that just her dad. I'd be like and I also am here as well and I like things.
1: So. there's a lot here that's, that's slightly inappropriate first of yeah. all even by his standards Teddy Bedtime singing in this song
2: <laughs>
1: he's pretty much like he can't be trying his hardest there he can't he can't stop it now he can't well I don't know
2: he can't right. there's
1: no way that they thought you know what Nailed it. You got it there.
0: Imagine subtitling that. You got a script or what? And so there's this whole bit now where... Hugh sings a little song to basically recap the whole plot of the film to Eddie (laughs) and just say, um, Jean Valjean, 24601.
1: He's been stringing on Courgette the entire movie, be like, I'll tell you later, but first I must tell this man I don't know. He tells
0: him everything. That's not fair. Confesses his past, says, I'm going to clear off. And he does clear off.
1: Without saying goodbye to Courgette either, as
0: well. What a rude man. At the wedding of the two young lovers here. Oh, Borat and Helena Bonbon, they're here to try and blackmail Eddie because they're The saying original wedding crashers. That Jean Valjean... It's something to do with the ring. It's it's the fact that he nicked some.
1: He knows that Jean Valjean is like someone who he's not claiming to be essentially. So he knows yeah. that he has a secret, and he has tried to extort him for that. And he thinks that by telling Eddie Redmayne that this lad is Jean Valjean, that it's like you know the lad who saved him that night and snuck behind the barricades. That that's yeah. going to be like something that he can use to blackmail him but he's just delighted
0: because it means that JVJ fucking saved him that night also give him the ring back so he's got the ring back it's been revealed that he was saved by uh, J. <laughs> Jean Valjean. And at this point in the film, my TV started saying that it was going to shut down because I think it assumed I had fallen asleep or left or gone away or left it on. Oh, just one of these
1: know. warnings where Nintendo are like, oh, don't have your knees up for too long and make sure you take a break if you're having too much fun and all that.
0: My TV was basically like, I'm, I'm going to head off to bed now. I assume <laughs> you've fallen asleep. One of so, us should yeah, attempt goodbye. to save power for tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> And Hugh, he's all old and sad and wants to die. Uh, He gets a vision of dead Anne Hathaway. His fake kids find him.
1: It's nice that they get, you get this nice transition oh, from then seeing him and being like, oh, okay, I forgive you for your many, many, many sort of sense making lies and deceptions he pulled over the years but he's already been like taken up and brought away by fontaine and it is yeah. very much like again like in the sopranos when tony thinks he's going to you know a house in this dream where his family yes. are and he's brought in and it's all lit up and who's the oh of the priest is there your friends are all here come on in and i thought here <laughs> yeah first seven times i saw that i thought you know what That's beautiful. It's very beautiful. But this most recent time, and I have recently watched The Sopranos, in case you may have noticed, I suspect Jean Valjean is in in hell. Right. Because think about it, though. He's there, right? And yeah, he meets a lot of characters, right, that is there. But almost everyone who's there with him has lied in some capacity, including the priest. And what are they doing? They're all defending the fucking barricade against an invisible enemy forever that's the never-ending wetting of blood i don't know it seemed like and they're all like yay we are happy the fight will never fucking end Ah." it's a dead revolution is what it is and it's never gonna end so I think he's in hell. So you think that's hell? Otherwise, he went to purgatory, my friend. That's the only other explanation.
0: Notable absence from that bit, Javert, He may well be in heaven while everyone else is down in hell because he was a truly honourable man and lived by the book of the law.
1: No, what would happen is that his corpse would go to jail and there'd be like a (laughs) cyclical
0: thing of him being born in a jail and him being in a jail in the afterlife. But we end on the big heaven barricade. Everyone's singing...
2: Tomorrow
0: comes. C- comes tomorrow comes and there's a lot
1: of that a lot of kind of tomorrow and the day after that we fucking crash down there a nice tight little movie that is you know not a, lot of, not a lot of flab on that tight part of the movie oh. Sam, as has me singing the same three keys over and over again for various characters, even if it didn't make sense, has that
0: swayed your opinion at all? Here's some of my thoughts. I did mention to you just before recording that I hadn't really written anything fun down in my notes, and I was a bit worried that I was going to struggle here to say <laughs> anything fun about this. I have enjoyed talking to you about this film and oh, you're, singing you're little bits you. you're separating the art and the artist now is what's happening here. <laughs> I've enjoyed going Javert I'm Javert I've enjoyed saying Javert.
1: You should go and watch some Lemie's
0: YouTube poops they w- it will make you laugh, I guarantee you. I do like Javert as a character. I do like bits of this. Look, I can see that the film is technically. From a, d- a direction standpoint, visual standpoint, performances standpoint, singing standpoint, apart from maybe Teddy Bear Time and <laughs> The other two bits.
1: main characters or the three <laughs> main characters.
0: The audio production is great. I know technically it's very good. And I know it's, it seems like it's quite faithful to the musical. And it was a big success. And you know what, lot, it's something that's worth pointing
1: out, there are a lot of musicals, including like big ticket ones that I watched and I was subsequently very disappointed by, like mm. Chicago and Phantom of the Opera and Cats and all that, where yeah. it's meant to be a theatrical release, but it's literally like they just went into the theatre, they bunged a camera in the middle there, and I don't know if you've live streamed anything during a pandemic from an art centre, but this it, it's just, this is a movie. That is using the guts of a great musical. And I've always wanted to see this on the stage. But what is yeah. important is that this is not a stage show. This is, no. they're doing stuff that could only be film. done in a film. And I really like that.
0: Yes, I did like that. I think the fact that it is a stage musical and it's adapted into a film has its issues, I guess, in the the spectacle of the film nature of it is taken away from by the songs or vice versa a little bit yeah, in my yeah. head. Like you, you ca- kind of have to focus on one.
1: You can, but it's like trying to rub your tummy and pat your head at the same time to like listen to a song and appreciate it as a piece of music and also know what they're fucking talking about. Like yes. the first time I watched this movie, it was just white noise pretty much. Like, you know, I, I wasn't mm. taking anything really. It's a grower, but I hazard a guess that you're not going to be running back to watch a two hour, 40 some minute movie on a rainy day.
0: Well, I'm scared now. Because in talking about it with you, I feel I like have been infected with some kind of <laughs> love for Javert in this film. Like I've kind of <laughs> its a Javirus,
1: is what's happened. Uh,
0: yeah, and I think like I would probably enjoy it more watching it again passively. And singing along to bits and yeah, kind of making fun of it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have to be true to my initial gut reaction and how I felt watching this. And, oh boy, it's a slog. It's a, I, I think it's an undeniably too long film. I know it's based on the musical and musicals are long. Did you but, oh. cho-tap, hum,
1: sway along with the did you chair jive? Was there any sort of well, effect that the music had on you while watching it? Did it sweep you up at any point?
0: There were some of the bouncy Cockney Geezer songs that I liked and I kind of felt going along with. I Dreamed A Dream. It's obviously a banger.
1: Is that is that the best song in the movie? Or I mean what, what was your what um, was your fa- what are your faves? You mentioned Cockney ones. Are we thinking Master of the House or or what would you say is your, your yeah, fave?
0: Um any of the Helena the Bonham Carter Sasha Brown Cohen stuff was fun and I enjoyed. I dreamed a dream, the performance phenomenal, Anne Hathaway did a great job. But I think a lot of the other songs, there's so many of them <laughs> Kind of wash over me, yeah, <laughs> and this little recurring melodic stuff, which is like a, a light motif, but I think they use so much that they're, they're almost heavy motifs. Good night, hey, but, uh, none of them were bangers enough that I'm like, I'm gonna listen to that soundtrack again. I and the soundtrack is the whole film, it's just listening to the whole thing again because I think Greece had a few bangers in it for you, right? Yes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Greece had bangers. This
0: doesn't necessarily have bangers.
1: We're not going to be filling the floor at a wedding with songs from Les Mis soon, are no, we? No,
0: which is not necessarily the point. I understand that, but it. It was a lot to get through and it made me tired and bored. It
1: reminds you of Lord of the Rings a lot because you teased on Twitter like, oh, this is a long movie and
0: everyone assumed that you were sitting down to watch The Hobbit. But no, I got my way in a different way is what happened. Mm. Yeah, it's similar kind of like I just got restless in my seat and I don't want to imply that like every film that's over two hours... Uh, is insufferable. I don't think that's the case. No, because we had Goodfellas, didn't we? Yes, and I enjoyed that. But I think <laughs> <laughs> it was just too much for me to take. Come on, give it to me. I got bored and, and restless. I could appreciate it. Javert was fun. Kill
1: me, I am here.
0: Come on, do it now. What is your Starwipe rating for Les Miserables? I almost feel like this may change and I may soften and sweeten to this over time. But I'm giving Les Miserables... Two Star Wipes. Oh, you heard it here first. Oh, thanks for listening to another episode of Cinema Swirl. This episode was produced by Kevin, edited by me, Sam, and I also did the music. If you want to support the show, then patreon.com forward slash Cinema Swirl is the way to go. If you want to follow us on the socials, we're at Cinema Swirl on Twitter and facebook.com forward slash Cinema Swirl on Facebook, which is where our votes For episodes take place. If you've got questions, queries, comments, or anything else for the mailbag, then send it on over to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. Please do keep recommending the show to your friends if you think they'll like it, or even if you don't think they'll like it, just recommend it anyway. Oh, and if there are any bits in recent episodes that you think would make particularly nice video clips, you know, the kind of thing we've had on our socials recently, then send us a tweet and let us know. All right, we'll see you next time. Cheers. Bye.